You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, I swear to God, this has happened multiple times where bitches will tell me that their husband and her just have sex all the time. Oh, yeah, like every other day, every day. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't go. He knows. I mean, I want it. I love it. We have sex every day. And then they tell me they're divorcing. And then I hear, oh, you know, he stopped fucking me six months ago. I'm like, what? I've been beating myself up mentally for two and a half weeks thinking that married people are supposed to fuck every day. I had to have a double appointment in therapy this week and you haven't fucked in six months? Baby girl, quit spewing your lies because weak bitches like me are going to fucking think something's wrong with me, her. Someone. Okay, three positive things about myself since I just called myself a weak bitch. I am not a weak bitch. I am strong. I am friendly. I am funny. Okay, moving on. Okay, horny family, we are back for another episode. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that this week we are talking about a couple of things. One mainly being about married people. How much sex are we really fucking having? Let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about what other people are saying. Let's talk about what my fucking therapist is saying. Let's talk about what I fucking think. Of course. <laughs> Who else the fuck are we going to ask here? I'm not sitting next to anybody. I'm alone in my closet because you know what? I made a little cute podcast podcast space for me, but going in my closet surrounded by clothes on all sides of me has a better sound. So avoiding the window, just around soft things. I'm tr- I'm doing this for you. This is for you, not me, because I'd much rather sit my ass in a chair. P.S. I know I'm always nasally, but I'm extra nasally, have a mm, bit of a cold. So for that, I do apologize. Okay. A lot of apologizing is going on. So no, I'm not. I'm done. We're done. Before we get 
to married people and bitches fucking lying about how often they're fucking. I wanted to take a moment to share my deep love and slash concern for myself because of my love of the Olivia Rodrigo album. Hear me out. I know that because she's fucking 17, I judged, I was ageist. I was an ageist. I'm like, no, I'm not going to listen to this little bitch from Disney sing. Okay. Fuck off. I fucking love it. I fucking love the album. I want to give her a hug. I want to give her a kiss on the cheek. I want to get on my knees and bow my head and say, bless you. Bless you for this album. Bless you for the angst that I can get out. I go back to my lonely 14 year old prepubescent because I was the last fucking girl to hit puberty self. And I just feel angsty all fucking over again. And the order of the songs, the titles, it's all chef's kiss. I'm here for it. I fucking love it. I sing it from the top of my lungs. My son is just weirded out yet. I think he actually likes it. And why am I saying all this? I, I, not to push all of my men audience down the fucking drain, but to tell you, I mean, I guess what I'm about to say is just going to finish it off for me is that Taylor Swift does not make me feel this way. And people compare her to Olivia Rodrigo, like the next T Swift or like, I'm like, no, (laughs) no. Taylor Swift gives me virgin, like she's a makeout whore or a dick sucking whore, but she's, she's not like, she's not it. Like I don't want to, I want to go to a slumber party in eighth and ninth grade. And then in 10th grade, you and I have a falling out because I want to get stoned and you're like, not okay with that. So that's where we have our falling out and you stick to sucking all the boys dicks and the football in the football. What does that even fucking mean? While no one wants to actually date you because they want to date the girl that puts out, but you just fall in love with every fucking person you meet. You're that person. So that's how I feel about Taylor Swift. Obviously, I don't know her and it's just really, you know, probably concerning for my therapist that I have invested this much thought into this topic. But I just feel like Olivia Rodrigo, maybe she does have some, you know, some stage five clinger, clinger vibes, which who didn't at her age? Okay. I mean, I was, my first love got a needy ass version of me. And I know I'm like Tinkerbell where if I don't get attention, I will fucking die off. So it's the Libra in me as well. So it is what it is. There's just something so much edgier about Olivia. Like she would roll a joint with me, you know, and T Swift would like sit in the car with the cool kids, but she wouldn't like, she would get too fucked up from the secondhand smoke, that kind of bitch, you know? So I just like don't want us to compare them anymore. Okay. Just cause they write angsty love songs. Like, are we bringing Adele into this comparison? I think not for many reasons. Okay. Next pop culture subject. And then, um, I will go back to a topic that both men and women can appreciate men. You can just keep fast forwarding until you hear the word sex. Okay. On Instagram, social media, whatever. I keep seeing the Jennifer Ben Affleck, a rod, I mean, not A-Rod. He's not in the picture anymore. The Jennifer Lopez, the J-Lo, 
the Benifer, the Ben Affleck, Jennifer, Jesus Christ, say the fucking names. You know who I'm talking about. (laughs) And I'm not buying it. I just want to tell you that I ship it, that I shipped it, and now I, I don't actually. So I don't currently ship it anymore. I think from articles I've read or like little things I've read from like moi or blinds or whatever is that JLo is going to make sure that she gets to like step and squash, slowly suffocate, kill a rod or like cry. Like she gets to be the one who wins at the end because he publicly humiliated her. I wouldn't be surprised. This is just my theories. These are all my opinions, fair use theories here because I don't know shit. Is that maybe there's a possibility, let's just not rule anything out, that they had an open relationship or that she knew he was a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. And that when J-Lo is around, then she's the only one. Because like I read blinds that like, other women aren't around when she's around. Like she makes sure that like there's only male helpers and that she knows how he is. So when she's around, they make sure that the environment is conducive to her and him and their little world. And that as long as he, they had an arrangement that as long as he didn't allegedly didn't make a fool of her that, you know, it just is what it is. Cause didn't like Mark Anthony get caught cheating or like, I don't know. Don't quote me on fucking anything, but feel free to do your own diligence and look up what I'm saying and see what pops up. And obviously, I mean, I have different theories on what it could be. Maybe they had an open relationship. Maybe totally not. Maybe she did think that he was head over heels for her. I'm sure it was really good for his image to be with JLo because it blew A-Rod's name into everyone's homes. You know, A-Rod was a household name now. So he wasn't just the big shot that he already was. Now he was JLo's man. And so maybe she was like, oh, he's not going to blow this one. And he did because he made her, I mean, he was a fucking asshole, disgusto pig. So, I mean, cheating on Jesus Christ, you have JLo at home. You wake up next to fucking Jennifer Lopez and you can't keep your dick in your fucking pants because girls trip over their fucking high heels to suck your dick. It just disgusts me. So now that their relationship is kiboshed, I mean, they were fucking making TikToks as a little fucking Brady Bunch family. I mean, they looked like this little mm, kumbaya and A-Rod was acting like a douchebag, being seen in all the little sluts. I'm sure she was like, fucking shit, dude, Jesus. I'm fucking how old? I look how fucking good and you still can't get your shit together. So she's like, you know what? She's got to like, you know, be the one that makes it look good. I think, did they end their business engagements or do they continue to carry them on? I don't fucking know that answer, but it's one or the other. Now, very clearly we like blame A-Rod for the dissolution of their relationship. So when we saw Benifer a thing again, when we saw Ben Affleck with J-Lo, which used to be a thing, if you know, you know. If you didn't know, I'm sure you know by now. 
And it's cute. It's cute as fuck. It's making everyone nostalgic. It's making a swoon. There's fucking Kravis. There's MGK and Megan Fox. There's all these fucking super sexual, hot, loving couples that we're all oogling over right now. I would love to be a fly on the wall in their relationship five years from now. That was cynical. But I just want to know, like, is it real? That's the only reason I'm saying that. But now that time has passed and we've seen the Benefer movement, we've they've it's been like a PR job well done, if you will. Like it was kind of they were holding hands and photographed canoodling and then you get a photograph of a kiss and now they're spending time to get like all this thing. Like now the family's around. I wonder, I wonder what it is. Cause wasn't he married to Jennifer Garner and was an alcoholic and like couldn't get his shit together. And so now he went from that to a different relationship. Couldn't keep that gorgeous specimen. What, who, what was her name? I forget, but she was, she's stunning. She is stunning. I mean, who knows? Maybe she's crazy. But I really wanted him and Jennifer Garner together. I did. They have the family. She seems so sweet. And like she just had to cut him out because he was dating the bottle over her. I don't know. But the J-Lo and Ben, I'm happy for them if they're happy. <laughs> I'm like so invested. Um, I just don't know if it's real or if it's a total... PR ploy. She's enjoying it. They like fucking, but is she really madly in love with him or is she like rebounding to an ex who treats her right, who worshiped her? I mean, what, what do we know? I mean, A-Rod just did her dirty. She was engaged to him. They were like so out there, like the hottest Brady bunch, like we said. So I just, I don't know, something about it is not settling right in my tummy. I'm really trying to work on like not looking at men like such dogs. You know what I mean? Like my husband's earned my loyalty and like I live with him. So I'm not saying all men I look at like dogs. Just a lot of them I do. And so, but my therapist was like, if you think men are shit, like you're going to see shit men. So I want to really reframe my beliefs around that there's a lot of good guys out there. There's a ton of good guys out there too. So not all men are dogs. But A-Rod, yeah, he's a fucking dog. And it's not like I look at all men like dogs. I want to take that back. I just think that a lot of men are capable of being dogs. Like the doggy is within, if you feel me. And then I, I don't think every guy, I mean, I think they have like a, like a Richter scale, like a possibility of like, how bad is the earthquake going to be if there was an earthquake? Like how fucked up are the plates? So, okay. Pivoting away from this analogy, before we go in to the main meat of the episode, I'm done with my pop culture. If men made it this far, it's a fucking miracle. You're sweet lovely listeners. Since you love me this much, please go give me five stars. If you haven't, it helps me so much. Press that subscribe button if you're not already subbed. If you're listening on Spotify, love you too. Click the follow button. Poor favor. Now let me update you. The Patreon is 
no longer. Bad news, the bad news first. And it's not bad news. It's actually good news. It's it's exactly as it should be, kumbaya. We trust the universe over here. By we, I mean me. And the Patreon is not, there wasn't a there wasn't enough Patreons to make it worth it for me to create paid content. So the only episode that I uploaded over there, I'm going to upload over here and give you a little bonus EPK. It's a story time. I'm sure you'll love it. And I'm going to focus on right here, right here, this content that you get every fucking Monday for free with no fucking ads in it. So hopefully one day (laughs) I will have a way that other people can show their support for me. I mean, if you really want to support me, just slide in my DMs and say, what's your Venmo, sweetie? I will tell you it 1000%. I am not above that. Uh, But until then, I'm just going to keep giving, okay? Give, give, give. I'm going to get it back tenfold one day, baby, affirming, believing, receiving. Now for the other news, which is great news. The Horny Housewife Podcast com. You heard it right. Write it down. The horny housewife podcast.com. The purpose for this is not to go fucking listen to the podcast over there. Stick to your fucking what you're doing now. You're doing great, sweetie. This is so that you can ask me, tell me, confess, request any fucking thing you want to truly anonymously. Because obviously with social media, you can message me and I'll keep you anonymous. We never say real names here, except me and my husband, who I have completely exploited. But everyone else gets to have an alias. But with this submission, which you will find on the website or the link in my Instagram bio, wherever, you can submit anything you want and it comes in completely anonymously. And I can answer you or you, whatever you want to share that I can share here and no one will know who you are. So let it be fucking juicy. Like tell me everything, please. Hit me with your best shot. You don't have to be not, you can say whatever you want. Go for it. I dare you. If you have a request for a topic, if you have a question you're too embarrassed to ask, if you have something to ask having to do with marriage or relationships, dating, just something you want to get off your chest, just a confession you want to get out anonymously and just tell to the world anything you want, okay? Ladies and men. So that's all for the updates. So let's get to it. This episode, I've already told you what it's about, but if you don't know, if you're new here, we're talking about how much married, how much sex, sorry, how much sex are married people really having? All I can do is talk from experience and then tell you what I think about what my friends or people tell me because I'm a nosy bitch and I fucking definitely ask questions. I'm also going to tell you about my trauma mindset and how, not really, but definitely how I think a lot of people fucking lie and when people lie. And I know some people don't. Some pe- I mean, everybody has it differently. But I know specifically a couple of couples where the women told me the woman was my friend, the woman was my friend, and was like, yeah, we have sex all the fucking time. And then 
she's telling me they're getting divorced because he stopped fucking her a year ago and then she cheated on him. I'm like, I'm like, wait, okay, what the fuck? I just was sad for a little bit, sweetie. So I got in a fight with my husband because you told me that you had sex every day. (laughs) So I assumed my husband was cheating on me right then and there. No, I'm just kidding. I just think it's not good for us to lie about how much sex we're having and that you, someone could be like, well, fuck you. Listen to your fucking podcast. You make it sound like we have to be some hypersexual fucking bitch with some high libido. And if not, we're not cool. Well, let me just share my experience, uh, lightly. And so maybe you have a better understanding. I am, first of all, I am definitely not getting laid every day. I wish, dude, I definitely probably have a problem. And my problem, I mean, that it's sex for me. This is me being real emo is a way is a way I seek validation. And to be just totally fucking frank with you. Um, I'm sure there's some daddy issues at play. I'm sure there's some trauma from my first relationship. I'm sure there's so many little cocktails of fucked upness we could do to assess me, but let's just call it like it is without, this is supposed to be a light podcast. We're not going down there right now, but I got to give you the background so you can understand. Besides like the feeling in me of wanting to have sex, like wanting to fuck and get off is very real. So it's not just me needing it for the validation of knowing I can have it, get it, I'm accessible to it, I'm desired, I'm wanted, which is a huge part in it. So everything I just said, like there is a role in why it is so soul crushing to me to not be able to have it when I want it. Yes. Mm -hmm. See, I just want everyone to know of men listening, men and women, that I think some men fantasize that like having a woman with a high sex drive would be just like the shit. But you have to realize that once you have what you so-called desire, I guarantee you it's not as shiny and awesome as as you thought it would be. And maybe you will even respond differently once you know something is you can have it whenever you want. So think about that. That was for you ladies. Okay, so beyond that part, there is definitely the physical sensation of like, I actually desire it. Like physically, I'm wanting it. Like it sounds great. It sounds like a fun, good time to me. And my husband, you know, doesn't want it, need it every day. Doesn't need it every day. Now, if I came, like when I come for it, Well, like he give that to me. Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't think he would want to do it to be completely honest every day. And there's no hate on him for that because there's so many things that I'm not going to fucking share about our personal life of like what we have to go through on a daily basis, uh, what our last year has looked like. And there's been loss and transitions and lots of things that have happened that I think what we're going to get into, we are going to talk about is factors and how, what a giant role it plays in your intimacy life, in your sex life. And that I know people have different drives, different libidos. There's couples with super mismatched drives 
Well, there are lots of, you hear the common scenario, a man who wants it every day, like could have, could fuck every day. Oh, I can't imagine. Like I need, I definitely do it every day. And the girl that's like, ugh, like she's the once a week or, or she's the, and I say once a week as like worst case scenario. So I will get my husband more. Sometimes it'll be three times a week. Sometimes it's twice in a day. It's just, I, I'm being maybe glass half empty in this situation because I have a desire for more. This is coming from an insatiable Libra bitch. Okay. I just wanted to say that. So people, cause people think when they listen to my podcast and then we all have game night and my neighbors are like, Oh, I listened to the podcast. And then the conversation gets sexual really fast. And I feel like everyone thinks I'm just like, this girl having sex every fucking single day. I'm not, I'm, I'm not. And does anybody have time for that? I really want to know. And if you do like, please DM me and tell me like what your day to day looks like. And with that, I'm going to share more, a broader perspective that I think a lot of people can relate to men and women. One of y'all works, if not both of you. And then you, if you just went through fucking pandemic, like the rest of the fucking world or whatever the fuck you want to call it, whatever, I just said a fucking word. You were at home most likely with your partner more than usual. Your routine changed. You aren't going on trips like you did before. If you were going on trips all the time before things changed and we had to get kind of uncomfortable with one another and see other sides of each other and evolve and feel shitty and regress all of it. You know, I don't, there was, was any couple thriving in 2020 at the end, like we're thriving. And if you are fuck off, like good for you. We're happy. I'm glad you're fucking happy. You're not allowed to join the conversation. So Go have fun with your little happy 2020 year and suck my dick. Not really, but I love you. We can still be friends. Just don't pipe in on this one. I think for a lot of people, it was fucking hard and we had to like learn our partners in a new way. And like relationships were really put to the test. And I'm just saying, if you and your person are still standing after that experience that I feel like is just now like ending uh, you're a bad bitch. Like, it's like when they say you have a kid, the first 18 months, if you can make it through that, you can make it through anything. I tell myself that I was like, that was one of those. Like if you made it through it, you can fucking make it. So get your little ass in gear. Now, as far as how much sex married couples are having, statistically, statistically on, according to Healthline or whatever, it says how much sex are normal, like in quote, like normal married couples having. What the fuck does that mean? But I guess there are like meaning the normal day to day, like someone's working like with all the factors involved. It says the average answers from once a week to once a month, like it was around there. And you know, it sounds like for me, it like, that sounds horrible. Like I would just fucking die. And I think there are some women that would be like, mm, you know, like I'm fine with doing that. I think there most guys would be like, no, thank you. No, thank you. And like, they're going to get off some way. I think girls can go a lot longer without orgasms because we're used to being like 
like guys can get off every time, you know, they should be, they should be fucking getting off every time. And girls, like it's known that we don't get off every single time. Like if it was up to you and we had to rely on you, your work alone, we wouldn't get off every time. Now I get off every time because I make sure I get off every time and I, whether whatever I need to incorporate, do whatever to finish. And let me just remind you ladies that you deserve to get off every single fucking time. So make it happen, sweetie. Don't wait for the man. Teach him. Teach him how to. We need to have a whole new episode recapping from the beginning about the orgasms. Speaking of orgasms, married sex, right? Married sex. Married sex. I'm just having a little PowerPoint slide through my head. You know, we meet. you meet the man, you meet your spouse, you meet the girl, right? It starts one way. And it goes one way, and, and and it's a roller coaster. It's an, there's an evolution. Once once kids come into the mix, that is when you really experience the hit. The hit. If you have kids, you're shaking your head. You get it. Now before kids, I mean, you better be having the same ups and downs you did in dating, in my opinion, because once you have kids, you'll be like, oh, okay. Okay, but I can imagine with any like long-term relationship, regardless, we'll experience that same feeling of something being mundane and, you know, you're around them all the time and it just takes more to maybe feel sexual tension or it takes more to set the mood because you have toddlers that like literally are the definition of a cock block or you have a lot of life stressors or a combination of every one of those things, which I think that's the majority of people. We all have things stressing us the fuck out. We all have little, if we have kids, little leeches, blood sucking leeches cock blocking you on a daily basis. So I can't speak from, I've been married 20 years, this is what it is. But I can be relatable and tell you, because I feel like people get the wrong fucking message because it's called the horny housewife, which I mean, everything about the title is true, but I think it leaves so much room for people to imagine whatever and and that's not, that's not all true. So that's what that great little question box is for. Ask away. I'd love to answer. And I hope, I do, I mean, I hope and pray to God that the older my kid gets and the more, the less transitions in life there are and the more like stable things become in certain areas, that the better the sex will be. It should be, right? That like seems to correlate. And if it's not, then... I guess I would want to look at those issues and think that maybe there's a connection issue, an intimacy issue. So it's like when the sex isn't popping, sorry, my voice, when it's not popping off and you're not liking how it's going, take that as an opportunity to be intimate in other areas for the sake of watering your goddamn marriage. And men should do that too. Truly take, instead of like, backing the fuck off or feeling butthurt or rejected or not desired. I'm talking to both men and women. Try like leaning into intimacy in another way. 
try and see what the fuck happens for you. Like try changing your expectations, try changing your intentions and be super weirdly like positive and thankful. And that was emo and cliche, but watch like your chances of getting laid just like went up 47% promise. Besides life stressors, and I know stress like affects your health a thousand percent, but besides that and lifestyle and kit, like all those factors, the health, like your health condition, like there's an episode about premature ejaculation, erectile dysfunction. If your health isn't a-okay, you know, then your sexual health is obviously regressing too. That's why it's a whole like mind, body, spirit. You got to keep that all right and tight to be fucking as much as you should be and deserve to be fucking. And message to all the girls, the girls that lie, the girls that lie. And I don't know if, I want to know why, first of all, because in my experience, when girls do lie about how much like an over quote, how much sex they're having. I obviously know it's not about me or like someone else. It's their choice or maybe they feel insecure about something or they're putting on a front because people suck and there's slutty dumb bitches who prey on... There are girls that fuck with married men. We know that. We that be like, I know Jordan, but there's those fucking girls. There's those girls and people don't want, if they're not having sex all the time, don't really probably want to advertise that. And just be like, yeah, and someone judge and that word get around. And then ho-ho Hannah comes over and is like, oh, well, maybe he needs a girl like me. And obviously, if your man's a good man, like, you're not going to have any of these problems. But, like, we don't want ho Hannah to get any ideas. We want to punch her. So I'm not trying to, like, hate on the women that, like, don't want to just tell all their dirty laundry of when they go through rough seasons. But when I have never been talking about how much I'm fucking my husband around girls that I'm worried about. So if you're having that convo and you're talking to your girls or whomever, I feel like, why lie? If someone's asking you that, they're probably asking because they want to compare to see because they feel insecure about something because when I've asked it all has come from a place of me being fucking insecure and going hmm am I normal is this what it should look like is this what it shouldn't look like what are you doing and I've compared myself to people who have straight up story told because they thought that maybe because they thought they knew what I was doing that I was going to compare myself And isn't that, like, I don't even know how to give myself advice for that one. I guess I'm just saying I wish people would have been honest with me so I would have felt like I was looking for someone to relate to instead of, like, feel disappointed and go back and be like, obviously, like, my relationship is missing something if it's not, like, theirs. And like I've said before, the comparison game is a sick fucking game that's so self-destructive and so unfair it's so unfair to everybody involved everybody it's not productive and it's not even based on reality
And when it comes to how much sex you're having, you have to look at your desires and your reality and your spouse's reality, your reality as a couple, and stop comparing yourself to other people. Like as a unit, that's the last thing you want to do. And I know it's easy to do in this day and age with social media where people put out these images or visions or videos or inspiration with great content. That's like super helpful, but you can't help but notice how perfect and how everything seems so together and so loving and so healthy and they're beautiful and they fuck and they have kids and they do this and they're funny. And it's like, you have no fucking clue. So now that we've talked about people like having normal sex, thinking they're not having normal sex and worried about it, which some women have said to me, I wish, I mean, explain more because I could understand my husband's brain better. So I do think, I do think I have a strange libido. I do. I'm in therapy. Once again, we just affirming that so that anyone that's hating can just shut the fuck up. But let's go to the polar opposite about, okay, well, what if we're like having really no sex? Like we are having sex once a month. We're having sex only two times a month. We're having sex once every couple months. Okay. First of all, I can't relate in one way. Wait, don't shut me down. I know I started it off with the, I can't relate, but just hear me out. I can't relate because the physical urge is something that like, that's just a part of my personality. But I also have experienced depression and something I notice when I'm depressed is that drive is stifled. And so I try to imagine like, or having more kids, like I think I do. I think if I had more kids than I have now, that it would be like greatly impacted. And if I had a nine to five job, greatly impacted. Like I look at some women and I'm like, you're a badass bitch and you get home and cook dinner and make it all work and fuck your husband and have like a good marriage. And they're like, wait, I don't fuck my marriage. I do the same, cook dinner, give the kids a bath, kiss them, go to bed, repeat. And like we get it in in the morning when we can. I think we're all doing the best we fucking can. And do I think that if you have the twinge where you go, the first thought you have when you hear sex in your marriage and the first thought you have is we're not having enough, I think that you should actively, intentionally do something about it. Like intentionally, when you don't fucking feel like it, when you want to make money, do do shit you don't fucking feel like doing to fucking make money. Hell yeah. You do things all the time that you don't feel like doing for, for benefit. So this will benefit you. It won't just benefit you. It'll help your marriage. It'll help your family. It'll help your unit. Like it'll benefit you in so many ways more than your own self-pleasure. Get intentional. And sometimes that means talking about it with them and having those uncomfortable conversations too. Sometimes why don't, why don't you say nothing? If ladies, why don't you say fucking nothing and go to the fucking sex store, get uncomfortable there and pick something out, do something. If you're a really crazy cool bitch, go see what kind of porn he's watching and go like remake that shit for him. And for any men listening, 
I feel like with men, it goes so much. Sometimes they're like, oh, I try to be romantic. I try to be intentional. But if like you're just totally trying to get laid and it's completely obvious that you never fucking act any that way except when you want to get laid, it's it, it can be really fucking annoying, especially if she's been married to your ass a long time and now she's just annoyed and resentful. And it's like, okay, you're going to have to do more than a meat spin to get me in the mood. So here's your plan, men. Plan a date night. And when she asks why or anything, just be like, you know what? I want to get our relationship on a better track. I'm just trying to, you know, gain momentum on a path that is going to get us closer because that's what I'm setting my intentions as. Say that verbatim and like her panties are just going to explode. Or maybe she'll roll her eyes. I don't know where she's at, but try it. Then plan a fucking date. Don't be a fucking dick. Have some good conversation. Wine and dine the girl. Be romantic. Act like it's the very beginning. And then you'll probably get your dick wet, okay? And ladies, give him a fucking chance. If he's trying, don't cut him off. If he's trying, don't be cynical about it or think he's doing it for bad motives. Like, just go with it. Be present. The the best advice, I just stuttered, the best advice I could give both men and women right now would be to be totally fucking present and your outcome, mm, man, your outcome is going to be so much more true, if that makes sense. If you know, you know. Now for the couples that you're like, okay, bitch, uh, wait a second. I I am having sex every day. <laughs> so sorry about you. Good for you. We salute you. We love you. And if you are, and it is all like everything you say it is, like pff, hats off to you, lady. Now I will say from my experience... I was in a long-term relationship before my kids, before my husband, and we had sex every single day, maybe every other day at the least. And at one point, guess what happened? It was stagnant. It was a physical release at that point, routine. And so, yeah, we were, we were, I could be, I was the girl that could say, yeah, we have sex every single day. And I think that totally was something that kept us connected and it's positive. And if you and your hubby can do that and do that, like, fucking do that. Do it. But if it, if you're not getting your needs met still emotionally, if you're bored, communicate about it. Change it up. Talk about it. There's always room for improvement, intimacy-wise. So all in all, takeaway here, we shouldn't get caught up in how much sex we're supposed to be having. If it is something you think you're super lacking, then you need to dig deeper and see where you're lacking, why you're lacking. Look at the factors, look at all of it. But if you feel like you're always making excuses and something isn't right, she just will not give in. Like you got to have some conversations. And if you see someone else make a comment about sex and it makes you feel inferior about yourself, don't fucking hold on to it. If nothing was wrong until that got brought up, don't fucking hold on to it because it doesn't serve you, doesn't serve your family, doesn't serve your marriage, doesn't serve your man. Let it go. But if someone has an issue, if someone has a need, address your needs. You got to talk about your needs. And there's sometimes there's going to be compromise. Someone's going to be compromising, but you really do got to meet in the middle. So ladies, men, you can't say compromise and someone takes the L sexually. 
Like I've said before, sex should never, ever be a weapon. It should never be something you withhold from someone to gain something when you're married. When you're dating, fuck yeah, be toxic. Toxic. I'm slipping under. But if you're married, don't use it as a weapon. It's not, I mean... Unless it was like you real people, some women are like, shut the fuck up, bitch. You have no idea what you're talking about. This could evolve. If, unless it's something you really, really need to do, then I got you, girl. I got you. Withhold the pussy. Like, okay. But I mean, when there's some serious shit going on, guys, girls, don't punish with sex, okay? Sex is, you both deserve to get off, okay? And personally, I prefer a dick over a dildo. I do. I think some girls can like, depends on the mood. But for me, real life all day, baby. In the in the porn shop, have you ever seen those like lifelike silicone pussy? And it's like a chopped, it's like an amputee leg. That sounds terrible. With a butt and like a hole, like I feel like only serial killers would have them. So I'm so sorry if there are some cool ass dudes listening that have one of those, but I don't buy it. I don't, I don't buy it. I don't think you're cool. I don't. That, that was the people pleaser in me trying to make everyone feel happy. Who has one of those? Cause they're like expensive too. Like a sex swing, I get like crazy, like an ass plug dildo, like all the things I get, but the lifelike dolls and like, animation like not animation but realistic other people that are not people that are like dishwasher safe (laughs) that's hard for me (laughs) so yeah I think they're fucking weird like imagine your mom you probably live with your mom walks in and you're fingering like the doll like I can't I fucking can't this does remind me of something that when I tell you this story you're gonna be like oh makes a lot of sense it's really embarrassing but we're 43 minutes in there's no one here still I'm just kidding (laughs) when I was little I had a life-size Barbie and if you know what those are you know I was born in 89 so there was a thing called life-size Barbie she was literally my height hard plastic, of course, like a life-size Barbie. That's what she was. And I would pretend that her name was Ken and I would hold her hand and drag her around and pull her in and make out with her hard plastic face. I would roll on my bed, like tumbling around rolling like this. Sorry, my mother would watch soap operas and drink red wine and eat cheese. And I would pour cranberry juice in a wine glass and eat cheese alongside her And I would make out with my life-size Barbie when she wasn't looking. So that's dysfunctional. But I remember, (laughs) here I am judging others for using dolls. And here I was at seven years old making out with my (laughs) doll. I, I had a vivid imagination. What can I say? No, we forgive little Jordy for being a weirdo. Okay, I will see you guys next Monday. I I always do an Irish goodbye. I just shut down at the end and I'm like, okay, I'm done. I will see you next Monday. There's no Patreon. Stay here. Grow here. Go to the website. Go to the Instagram. (gasps) I made a fucking Twitter. I have no friends on it. I haven't even downloaded the app on my phone. I made it on my desktop. 
follow me on Twitter. They didn't have the horny housewife handle. So it is T-H-H, that stands for the horny housewife, T-H-H underscore pod. So the horny housewife underscore pod. Just search the horny housewife. You'll fucking find it. Follow me on Instagram at the horny housewife podcast. I know it might not look like it, but I am working so hard hours and hours for you every single day to try to turn this into something so fucking cool and awesome. So thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. I will see you on Monday. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.